Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth brand sister. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. So guys, what's up? <laughs> Are we going to talk? I was I was actually not talking because I wanted to see what you guys did. I thought you were about to get mad at me. Um, why? What'd you do? Yeah. Well, What'd you do? Because mouth. I said, welcome back to your... I thought she was going to be like, is it your is it Bailey, radio DJ? Bailey already said that. Let's mm. start. That's what I thought was oh. going to happen. Well, I'm not trying to fight with you guys today. Thank God, because I'm not in a fighting mood. Well, I can tell Bailey is feeling a little... like You know, like with your sisters, there's just like... You can tell when there's like... um like a little ruffle under the surface and yeah. it's like one wrong move and you can just like start an explosion. Well, but it's the interesting is, that if you could sense that <laughs> from me, you're going to be like, Bailey, are you going to come sit down? Well, like I would think if you could sense that, it'd be like, Hey, do you need a minute? I know you just got home. Like it's one like you, about, you double down. One thing about me. And I don't know if this is because I am the oldest child. If you're a fellow oldest child, weigh in on this. Like I am so good at pushing people's buttons you are the best i can meet a master i know like that is truly my gift on this earth is just being able to meet someone and like know exactly what's gonna piss them off like biting my shoulder well that was when i was like literally 15 years old so no i think i was 15 (laughs) (laughs) you were at least 18 you were in college well this is what annoys me with you because like you will say like an inside joke and they have no idea like what well, guess what? It's what? our podcast. We can tell them the story. I know. Okay. So one time we were taking pictures with our entire extended family and I was, I was standing in front of Jade and we we're both on the kind of on the end Yeah, just because <laughs> we're, we're just taking the picture to be complicit. Like we're just, and I think the more we had a hard morning. Probably. It, it was always a hard morning because our family lives like an hour and a half away from where we lived. And it was always just like so stressful getting in the car, getting like everyone together, getting the food ready and like well, all and this stuff. We never knew what the vibe was going to be. Sometimes it was a very chill vibe. We could be wearing whatever we wanted. Sometimes yeah. we needed to look a little nicer. Yeah. So that was always a stressful piece too. Yeah. And it was like, I was probably hungover because I was usually like, I was in my party era. Like I was trying to get drunk all the time like yeah. when I was home and, and I was just trying to survive and Paige, I could tell she was like a little bit annoyed, which entertained me. So I just felt the need to bite her shoulder. <laughs> just not even like, not even like a hard bite, just like a little like, like a little nibble like it just like a little and then she lost her fucking mind exactly what i wanted it set me off that one thing honestly it was so disgusting to have someone else's mouth on my shoulder unexpected (laughs) like like that was the thing i can imagine that could you imagine if i just bit your shoulder if my mouth and my I saliva, feel like that's fucking weird, Bailey. I feel like I've done some like not like maybe physically, but like mentally, I've like said something that just like really sent you into a new. Ooh, I got one. No, the thing that like overall, I know I can piss Bailey off if I'm like, is that what you're gonna wear to podcast? That's what I was gonna yeah. say. That's like that will get her every single time. Well, especially because like then I won't podcast. Easy. <laughs> that's the easiest part. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys. Don't fight. Yeah, so I don't know why I'm so good at it. And it's honestly, sometimes I like bite off more than I can chew. Well, that's, <laughs> Literally. That's actually the thing about you. 
I'm like, oh shit, like this is getting bigger than I wanted. You love to to start it, but you hate to finish it. I know. I'm like, okay, come on. You drop the match and watch it explode. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you so mad? Yeah. But it's kind of funny. It's like a fun little thing about me. It's, it's it's something to know about you. Yeah, it's something to take note when you're around me. Because mm-hmm. like, but not everyone is like falls prey to this. Like Mr. Roberts, like never gets that from me. No, it's because it's only your family. Honestly, being with our extended family, you know something's gonna get weird. You're like, okay, I'm gonna make it weird before anyone else can make it weird. It's honestly, and I'm gonna my make outlet. it weird in like a safe way. It's my outlet. I'm like, I need to control the controllables and that is someone's gonna get in a fight it better be me yeah it better better be me and Paige. yeah that's an easy one that's an easy like that's like shooting fish in a barrel for me (laughs) well i could look at you the wrong way and you're like why the fuck did you look at me like that no what i was um i saw tiktok the other day and i think it was actually josh richards and about having a sibling or something and the one that i felt really deep into my core was hey do you want this door closed and then he just pushes it open (laughs) that was Paige. Paige was so crazy about her room but and you would i'd be like okay can you close my door on the way out and you would just leave it wide open (laughs) or or me or what i would do is i would pretend to close the door and then right when i was out of the door like and you thought i was gone i would just push it open i know (laughs) that that would that was one of those irrational things that would piss me off. It would make you so, so mad. I would start screaming. I know. <laughs> it was so funny. Or I'd like walk in and I would like start out nice and then you would like welcome me. <laughs> and then you'd you literally would- pull the rug out from under me. <laughs> literally. Like I would like start and I'd be like, she'd be getting ready and I'd be like, oh, like this is cute. And you know, just like gaining her trust. And then right when she was like comfortable having me in her room, then I would do something to fucking piss her off. Yeah. Why, why are (laughs) you the way that you are? It just like, it is second nature to me. Like I don't even think about it. I just like do it. It's and then so, you'd be like, get the fuck out of my room. And you'd be like, wow, you're so crazy. <laughs> and you were, I you know should have known gaslighting from such an <laughs> early age because you've been gaslighting me my whole life. I'm literally Tom Sandoval. Ugh. Like you, I will do something and I'm like, wow, you're crazy. Well, overreaction. Oh, overreaction. Then I start crying <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm just like so tired of the drama. Even though like Seriously. I created the drama, like that's Tom Sandoval and you know, me. It's crazy because you were so insane. Like, <laughs> Bailey and I were not like that. Like, I think I was like, this is so unbearable. I'm not going to do that to Bailey. It's weird that like looking back at our home videos, the cognitive cognitive dissonance I experienced watching you being like, oh my God, Bailey, do you want to come over here? This is, you'll have fun on this side of the room. We could do this. We could have tea. We could do whatever. What does cognitive dissonance mean? Like it does not jive with what I have in my brain for how our childhood was. But like, I thought it was always you just (laughs) creating the chaos and then being like, okay, see you later. Okay. But I think I didn't turn into this person until we moved to Texas in high school. No. No, I really wasn't You've been bad. trolling me my whole life. Well, actually, no, you were obsessed with me probably till I was like five. And then you got... And then you had me. And then you so got fine. old enough to where you were... 
you realized like how much of your own person that you were yeah and you and you didn't need your little sister as your plaything. that's when you started getting um quote unquote creative and wanting to like i don't know like do your little like creative things and then that's when i just turned into a loser you know what's so crazy is like the way my siblings see me is so different than the way my friends see me. Like, my friends don't see me like this. Well, do you remember when we were little playing with, like, Amanda and Ian? The only way I was ever allowed to hang out with you guys is if Amanda was like, oh, we should see if Paige and Ian want to hang out with us. And you'd be like, yeah, okay. Otherwise, you'd be like, Paige, get the fuck out. I think it's just, like, sister things. What was that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay, anyways, moving on. Let's not get too deep on here. Um, okay, so how was your guys' week so far? It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. Um, so we were supposed to release the episode on my birthday. Guys, we didn't. But yesterday was my birthday. Yeah. But it's Happy coming birthday. out tonight. And I had a great day. We celebrated the Super Bowl. That was my birthday party. And then for my actual birthday, I went to dinner with my sisters in Vidisha and I thought it was great. It was a lovely time. A fun time. Yeah, um, a lovely time, too. Birthday season is officially over. Well, now that Gigi's gone. Because <laughs> Gigi would be the last birthday, but not anymore. I mean, she's still, we still, you know. She still was born. Yeah. Um. Okay, so should we just get into the Super Bowl? Sure. Okay. Honestly? Honestly, what? <laughs> it was amazing. It, Taylor looked amazing. The only thing I have to say about the actual Super Bowl itself, the the game was boring until the fourth quarter, and then it was a nail yeah. biter, and then overtime happened, and then honestly, how embarrassing is it that the 49ers didn't know the overtime rules? Wait, they didn't know? Yeah. Like, there's two, for sure, I saw two interviews of two 49ers. They were like, because the rules changed, and it used to be the first team to score points one mm -hmm. but now it's each team gets possession of the ball so the, which is so much more fair the 49ers coach he claims that he knew the rules and he was he was banking on they scored a field goal so that's three points he was like okay chiefs are probably going to also do a field goal so then they would get the third possession mm -hmm. and then that's when they would hopefully win the game that's what the 49ers coach was saying but the 49ers players a couple of them were like we didn't know that after that field goal, the first field goal that they did, that the game was going to continue. So whenever it... How did they not know that? Well, that's why it's embarrassing. Like, people But are, did the Chiefs know? When did that yeah. change? I thought that was, was it, the rule. It was like three years ago. It, um, apparently, it was when the Chiefs played in one of the other Super Bowls, not last year, but a few years earlier. Um, it just seemed like... It wasn't fair. They were like, both teams need a chance because otherwise you basically win on a coin on a coin toss. Yeah. So or like banking on your defense. But the th but I think what's weird is the rule didn't change this year. So it's like you are a football player. You should know the rules. And it's on your coach to be like, hey, guys, we're in this overtime position. So let's remember that these are the rules i don't know it's just it's it's kind of embarrassing that they've said we didn't know the rules of the overtime yeah no they should have just said they should have they should have kept our, that one to themselves i would yeah. have lied i would have been like yeah that sucks we lost like exactly. i would never like, i believed in my de defense so hard and you know we played our best but we couldn't but um i was glad that the chiefs won because then we knew 
We knew that our girl was going to go onto that field and boy, did they deliver. Yeah, that was really exciting. I really did not watch until the last, very last part of the fourth quarter. And then that was when I was really focusing. And then I was all in because I was was getting actually nervous that there was a chance that the Chiefs weren't going to win and she was not going to go down to the field. Yeah, like for me, stressful for me. The only thing I really cared about was like the celebration and love Olivia Colpo, but it would have been more exciting to see Taylor and Travis, and that's what we got. And today, they just came to, came out with the mic'd up version of them, um, like embracing. Which before we've had to like do our due diligence and do like the lip reading, and then it's like we can kind of get an idea, and we're like, wait, what is she saying? But we got very clear audio. Yeah, we did, and it is very clearly he. The first thing he does is says, "Thank you for coming." Thank you for coming from across the world. And he kept calling her babe. Baby. Babe. Baby. Babe. No, he said baby. Was it baby? Yeah, baby. They're a baby couple. They're a baby couple. Yeah, they're a baby couple, which I'm a baby couple too, which I would have like, if you would have told me I'd be a baby couple, like yeah, you guys are both baby couples for baby couples. Mm. I'm not a couple, but I don't think I'll be a baby couple. I think like with the right person, baby's cute. With the right person, baby can happen. Yeah. Like before, I'm Mr. Roberts, like I would have been like, baby, ew. Like I was never a baby person. You were like, a princess person. No. <laughs> that is like, no. But like, if, but if Mr. Roberts ever called me princess, it would be cute because it's Mr. Roberts. Like right. anything Mr. Roberts does is cute because it's Mr. Roberts. Correct. But like, I think, you know, it was, so it was cute seeing Travis called well, And he always baby. calls her like baby girl. Baby girl. And then she's like, oh my God. Like, this is, you're so crazy. Like, that was the most exciting thing I've ever seen or something. She's like, she says it like in her own Taylor way, which is like so over the top. Like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But it was great. And she looked phenomenal. Yeah, that was honestly the best she's looked the entire time. And she says, I can't believe you. I can't believe you. I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you. I love that. And I think it's really cute because like she is literally the most, this is the biggest her career has ever been. People are bowing at her feet, Paige, and like literally going to the biggest lengths in the world to see her in concert. And he wins a Super Bowl, which is fucking awesome but she's like i can't believe you like her mind is just completely blown and whether it's like an act or not like you know that's to be determined (laughs) like if it is she's a great actress and she should get an oscar for her egot but i think that it's really cute to see how much they are both so impressed with each other i agree i love that and i really love that she was able to go out with them afterwards in vegas oh my god like we she doesn't get to do that very often. My, just be that publicly out and about. I know. My favorite video of her is the one With where... Jason? No. The one where it's like... it. She's kind of like in the corner. And um, it's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. And she's like um, a champagne bottle in the air. And she's just she just like looked really cute and carefree the whole night. And we've never seen her in, in around that many normies. Well, and... I think she had a whole ass football team... Like she didn't need one bodyguard or well, something. Well, she did have she her bodyguards, it. but she did feel comfortable. Yeah. And I, one of my favorite stitches, okay, my favorite sit or my favorite video was of, it was Jason and Taylor, they were talking, but then Travis was on the other side. So, oh my God. 
So she's just in between the Kelsey brothers, but her and Jason are just like really talking, having a a good time. My second favorite stitch on TikTok that I saw was last year at the after the Super Bowl after party. Travis was like dancing on top of a stage to Love Story. And then this year he's like singing Love Story to Taylor. And it's like that manifestation. We need it. That's cute. Good for them. Okay. I want to know the logistics behind who she invites to each game because Blake obviously Blake and her are like best best friends and I think when your besties like I I think she probably needed Blake I think Blake is her comfort person because I think she's like a big sis vibe to Taylor well yeah but you also have to think about it this way we have friends but it's like we have football friends we have concert friends you know what I mean it's like depending on the situation that you're in Maybe if she was going to well, yeah, because like Haim hasn't gone to anything or wait, or, did, or oh, Selena. Wow. Well, she's doing her own <laughs> thing. Like, do- I would not want to bring a Selena in that atmosphere. That is too sensitive and of an atmosphere. I'm just saying, for I her. don't necessarily think that the people that she brings to the football games are the ranking of her. I don't think it's the ranking. I, that's what I'm saying. I want to know the logistics behind how she picks each friend. Like Ashley must be a big football friend. Yeah. I think Ashley also, cause so Ashley is like one of her OG friends and she's the one with like the short blonde hair that was like, everyone's so like, like, who the fuck is this girl? But what, like, what are you considering OG friend? She hasn't been around forever. She's been in the 1989 era. Was she? Yeah. She's been around for a while. And I think that Ashley is probably somebody that's easy to bring around girls and guys because mm-hmm. she's always in everyone's picture. So I think that's an easy friend. She's like one of the first people that was spotted out with Taylor after the Joe Alwyn breakup. They went out to dinner. That was kind of like Taylor's first mark back into like her being photographed, like the way we've seen her recently. So she brought her, she brought Blake. I think Blake is her comfort person. I think Blake is like a family to her. So it's like, it's almost like big sis vibes. Cause I think it's probably nerve wracking too, to be in this situation. Like the entire world is watching her. And you're with your boyfriend's family too. Yeah. For his event. Yeah. And I think those friends seem to like be really easy at like melding into the group. Like, I mean, Brittany Mahomes go out, goes out with all of them. They've kind of like meshed together, which I love to see that. Um, and then Kelly, which I think, I feel like Kelly is an easy person to bring around to. Kelly is so fun. Cause she's like, she's so good at giving the public just enough that is respectful to like her partner and to Taylor. Cause she does the same thing with miles. Mm-hmm. Like people will be like, Oh my God, your husband's so hot. And she's like, yeah, girls. Like, like she's one of us. Yeah. And that's, who was the person who like was like this is so disrespectful that we talked about that one time like about like people thinking her husband or boyfriend was hot oh i forget i forget who was anyways kelly teller does it the right way like if you're gonna have a hot husband be just like kelly teller yes because it's like we all are now more kelly stands than we if you play it the right way like we will like the wife more than we like yeah. the man. Yeah. And I think that's where we're like, I forget that Miles is her husband. It's not, it's a pleasant surprise when you remember. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. Because Kelly is like a girl's girl. You can just tell. But it's also crazy because Kelly is also friends with like Nina Dobriv and like that group. Yeah. And 
it's so interesting. She was with Nina earlier in the day and then she's with Taylor. And I feel like it's like two different worlds that are, it's the, it's the diagram. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Well, it's, also, it's wild. Her and Taylor have been friends for so long. They've been friends since 2014. I don't know why I thought that they were just friends from the Chris Stapleton music video. They've been friends for a really I long time. I didn't know how long they'd been. I knew they were friends before that because of like why she, you know why they she were was in, invited to be in the video anyways it was just it was it was great it was great and, and i love that we keep getting content yeah it's so much fun like this is what we want from pop culture and it's like so funny like lana del rey was there like i don't want to equate like lana del rey in super bowl or like football yeah because it seems like a little though. too like americana but she is kind of americana i guess yeah. i don't know um okay usher I liked it. What I would you rate it out of 10 before we even get into it? 7.5. 8. Wow. Yeah. 7. I gave it a 6 immediately after I saw it, and then I did a rewatch, and I'm going to give it a 6.8. Okay. Okay, here's my issues, because I am I have a PhD in Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. shows. I've okay. studied this. Um I I think that Usher is really good. I think he did good. I think the production of the entire show really did him dirty because I think that it was so chaotic and it just like, first of all, her needed to have like, it needed to feel like that was somebody. If you didn't know who her was, like no one at the party I was at knew who her was. So it felt like super random. Jermaine Dupree felt really random. It felt like, Jermaine Dupree felt like CeeLo. Yeah. And like, I, it just, it all felt so chaotic and not cohesive. And I, I really wanted each song to kind of have like, uh, like a little bit more of a moment. The, the part that was the best for me was the beginning when, not the very first song. I don't think caught up was a good first song. Seven o'clock. That no, one? I liked, um, um, I'm gonna make love in this club. <laughs> That was good. And then it went into my boo with Alicia, which was mm-hmm. amazing. And I thought she looked really pretty. I mean, like, she's not even wearing any makeup and she looks so fucking good. We share a birthday. Oh, birthday twins. Nice. Yeah. She's the best birthday of January 25th. Yeah. It's closely followed by me. Right. Um, it, it If you look up, like, celebrity birthdays, it's like yeah. Alicia Keys, <laughs> Bailey Brandt, your mm. poor dad. Um, I liked that and I liked that they said the seven o'clock on the dot because that was kind of like a TikTok trend. I mean, they played like all of his hits and then I loved the end with Lil John and um, Ludacris, which was like my high school. Do you think it would ruin it if they just gave us like a lower third so they could caption who the fuck these people are? Because I had no idea. I know. Like, I kind of think it's fun to like guess for a second, but then... Why not just put it there so yeah. the right person gets credit? I know. Like it it probably doesn't look aesthetically nice. And but hope- you could plan for it. Yeah. I think it's it's like they are it's almost like insulting to her and Jermaine Dupree to have I think a it's more insulting for someone like me to be so excited to see CeeLo Green out there and I was like, <laughs> Oh my Shaking god, what is sing. he gonna mm. what is he gonna sing? And then he didn't. I was like, wow, that was weird. They just had him out there. Yeah. I I do. I just thought the whole thing felt a little disjointed and chaotic. And but people who were there said it was awesome. And I personally did not have high hopes for Usher. Usher. And as soon as he started, 
I was captivated and I, the whole purpose of a halftime show is to entertain us and I was entertained. I loved it. I forgot all of the bops and as soon as they're, you know, they're coming and then obviously he has so many hits that he was only playing little clips of each thing and I'd be like, oh, and then it's, and it's going to the next, going to like, I just kept I was hyped the whole time. I was yeah. super into it. It's just not going to go into the Hall of Fame for me um, like Rihanna's did. Yeah, but it's also not Coldplay, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Coldplay also brought out Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Because Coldplay knew they need to. Okay. I know. Well, well Coldplay knows their weaknesses. Black Eyed Peas. Oh, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> but I think Black Eyed Peas was one of the first concerts after... Um, after Justin did the whole, like, gonna have you naked by the end of this song. That was one of the first ones that they had that was, like, pop was allowed to be back mm. in the space. Because they did, like, remember that long stretch of just, like, it was, like, Bruce Springsteen, Paul McCartney. And it was just kind of, like, it felt, like, a little, like, sleepy. The dark days. The dark days. Thanks to Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Justin. Justin. So, yeah. Overall, Super Bowl was pretty fun. I'm kind of... Glad that that's over. Now we can start our lives again. You know? Exactly. Um, so we have some questions from the girly pops. Um, and I'm going to pull them up. Okay. We have some things that I would like some clarity on because um, like some of these I'm like girlies. Come on. Okay. So one of them is, I guess we can just talk talk in general terms, but it says, talk about giving second chances and forgiving men if they come back and oh, they're very sorry. It depends on what they did. Well, that's what I said. I'm like, okay, well, what did they do? Because I think the thing that I have experienced in my life is that a leopard does not change their spots and that it's very easy for them to say a lot of things. And then it's usually they work so hard because I think that men love the chase. So they love trying to get you back. Like it's like so fun for them. And it's like, it gives them like a high. And then once you are like, okay, you relent, you let them back in your life, they get complacent and then they just revert back to their old ways Mm -hmm. yeah i also think that it really depends on the stage of life you're in too um i think that there's more of a chance of a of a of a genuine remorseful second chance if there's more at stake like a marriage or children or something Mm -hmm. but if not marriage and children i just find it really hard i mean did he forget your anniversary? Okay, second chance, right? Yeah. But it's like, did he cheat on you? I have a hard time believing that when there's such low stakes out there, he he doesn't he doesn't really care. Yeah, I think if he has done something to cross a boundary of yours, I think that the in like like let's say you're not married. And there's no kids involved. Like, let's just put that away. Like, let's just say it's a um, boyfriend, girlfriend. If they have done something to cross a boundary of yours and they are so sorry and they come back, I think more times than not, they will find a way to cross that boundary again. Because they're like, oh, she forgave me. How do they know that the other person's actually sorry, though? 
you know, where it's like, he's so sorry. I know that I should, because he's just saying it. Well, because you have to like trust them, I guess. Trust that they say that they're sorry. He, yeah, he probably says it all the time. And I don't know. Um, also, whoever wrote this in, don't worry. I've been there so many times. <laughs> Literally. Like so many times with second chances. And you would think, you would think that I would learn. And then one of these days, I'm sure I'll learn. It's so much easier to say they don't really, most of the time, aren't actually going to change. And they probably genuinely are sorry in that moment, but they're not sorry forever. And, well, and it feels like you have the power when you're forgiving someone, but really you're losing giving, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I was not going to let him back in until I saw this way he proved himself or something so i'm going to relent some of my say in this and i'm going to let him back in and then that's when it's it's so tricky and when it happens so early in a relationship i think that's another huge huge red flag because if it happens super early on you can almost guarantee it's going to continue to happen if if there's a slip up look actually as i'm saying that i'm thinking no, actually, I'm still right because I was going to say Tom and Ariana, that was like 10 years, nine years in the making or something like that. But he's been the same guy since forever. So I think in my last two, my previous two relationships, I had such a for forgiving heart and they had done so much, especially Mark, to prove to me that they had changed. Like I'm talking therapy every single week like going to rehab doing all the work and at the end of the day he still once he like did the thing to cross my boundary it's almost like it was human nature for him to just cross that boundary with me again because I had forgiven him and he knew that he could get away with it until he couldn't and then once he f did the final thing to like put the nail in the coffin then I was like no, like this is done. And he did everything he could to, I mean, he tried so hard. Then he realized like, oh shit, like I found the boundary that can't be crossed. But then it was like that if I were to have like raised the stakes of that boundary, he would have done, I think even worse. Yeah. So I was like, like I have to be done with this relationship. And then that's the same with Colorado. Every time I he crossed a boundary and I was done. He, we would like raise the stakes. And every time we raised the stakes, it was like, we got more serious. And this happened so many times, like more times than I even care to admit, but it was the final straw was like <laughs> me moving out there. And then that was and like, him being like, why did you move here? Yeah. And he was like, wait, He's why like, wait did a second you, you live here? He's like, well, you didn't really like move here. I'm like, well, then why is like all my stuff in your fucking guest room? Like that is, th that is so him. And I feel like if I were to have forgiven him for that like final boundary, then I would have probably like flown to fucking like wherever the fuck he yeah. was going to go. And then I would be stranded in that place too. You would have bought a house next to his house. <laughs> He'd be like, no, we so can't. he could see you when he wanted. He would have gaslit me into anything. And you would be like, Paige, this is normal. So personally, I believe that like, I think fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Like, I think yeah. it's like a one time, but like if the stakes are so high with kids and husbands, yeah, I just it, wouldn't do it. It just depends. It just depends on the situation. It depends on why, but um, you you know yourself in the situation. Good luck. Yeah. Okay. So this just says clingy men. 
I think like, okay, we need to define clingy because there's a difference between clingy and then men just like checking up on you. I think when you, there's a guy who's checking up on you that you just don't like, you call him clingy and it's like, but if you like that guy, then it wouldn't have been so bad. Well, yeah, she said clingy because she doesn't like this guy. Yeah. It's only clingy if you don't like them. 100%. If you like him, you're obsessed. You're, you're like, like, oh my God, God he's obsessed with me. He's obsessed with me. I'm love obsessed with bombing. him. We love each other. Yeah, and then but it's if, love bombing and then something really bad will happen. Like me and Tyson. Right, exactly. And, and then it's like, I remember Paige one time was like, she called me. She's like, well, yeah, like we, it's on our credit card. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, like it's on our credit card. And I'm like, um, and this is like kind of right when the crack started happening with me and Mark. And I was like, I don't think it's a good idea for you to get a credit card with this guy. Like, and I, I didn't want to project my shit onto her, but like it was very like quick. Like it was yeah. like probably like less than six months. Probably. It was fast. It was and very fast. To where I was like, wait a second, should I have a credit card with my boyfriend? <laughs> we live together. <laughs> I was like, this makes total sense. We should like put our wi-fi whatever on it and then but it was he also said, they know that does not make sense and i said okay also it was not like Paige and him like lived together it was like all of a sudden he just kind of like moved into her house yeah mm-hmm. and i was like wait this is tyson's like i remember i came out to visit and i was like felt so uncomfortable because i was like wait i'm now like because i was supposed to stay with Paige. But then all of a sudden Paige had this like guy who was staying there all the time. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to stay with Bailey and her boyfriend, I guess. Squatters rights. The squatters rights. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's a good one. Almost 30 and want to switch careers slash potentially go back to school. Where should I start? Oh my God. Did I write this in? It's crazy. <laughs> well, actually, Tell me, guys. what is your, um, your um, experience with that? Never switched careers of, uh, you actually did switch you careers. Did. I went to school for one thing, became a nanny, and then I went back to what I was doing. I didn't change anything crazy. I mean, that is a career change. Because you were a nanny for a very long time. That's like me Five being years. like, I was um, a Bevcart girl, sales, and then I went to being selling my soul on social media. Same thing. <laughs> it's like a, it's the only thing I went to school for, though, is teaching. Childcare. Along those lines, well, well, I, guess, I was going to say, all I have to say is if you are second guessing your career, I think you should totally explore it. You can take, there are so many online classes, um, actually, depending on what you're looking to do, there's this website called Udemy and I take a lot of Udemy, Udemy kind of like Academy, but Udemy and, oh. um, they, you can take, you can pay for classes. They have deals all the time. And I would start with just one course and something that you're interested in to see if you actually are interested in that course before you enroll maybe in classes at a school. But I think it's really good to keep your options open and you want to be happy. And it's never a bad thing to learn some extra things. My coworker, she just decided, she said, I want to learn Italian. And she started taking classes at ACC you to me and she's doing Italian that's crazy bellissimo Bellissimo. um that's amazing I feel like I've changed careers so many times um and I'm just like not uh, I don't know here's here's what I did okay so I went into sales right after college as we do 
Then I started a company with my friend and I got a job at a golf course um, to like, you know, supplement my income. And I was like probably like late 20s when I did that. And then I kind of Instagram started taking off and I've always been into social media. So I just figured out how to like get a job doing what I loved. And that's how I would approach it. I would figure out like what you actually like doing before you switch career paths like because the devil you know is better than the devil you don't and I feel like it's easy to kind of like find a way to like make a side hustle these days out of something that you're interested in or even just like explore it a little bit more and that's what I would do before I made like a big jump yeah that's why I said whatever like do the classes see if you like it and then because you don't want to just jump out exactly um okay this is from somebody we know and they're just trying to this is a fellow oldest child and he's definitely trying to um like ruffle our feathers Uh Uh because he said which nfl player will taylor ride the coattails of in 2024 (sighs) next okay um, roommates that take advantage of you don't do dishes for a week, so I do them with no thank you. Did Paige write this one? I was going to say, was this me? <laughs> well, I think that that's also... I feel like that's such a... Oh, that would piss me off. Yeah. I think that it's... It, it doesn't not piss me off when it's Bailey, but because we're sisters, I can be annoyed but i still am so understanding of like what she has going on but Mm -hmm. if she was just a roommate like there is no off there is no understanding what this person has going on and it's not awkward for you to be like okay at least bring them to the gd sink you know it's like okay oh i get it i could do that because before if i put them in the sink be like okay i'm leaving this for you and she's like i'm gonna do it anyway you might as well at least make it easier for me I think like I think the way you should approach it is at first like keep it light. I don't think it's good to go in because you're feeling all like hot and spicy and like that's gonna put them on their heels. That can make them defensive. And when somebody's like defensive, they're not actually hearing you, so you're not gonna get anywhere with the problem. So I would approach it like, oh my gosh, like what's going on with the dishes, and like kind of like make it like a fun little like funny thing, or just say, hey, can you do the dishes today? I've done them the last four times i think i would do a little like lighter because i think i would be a little more direct to show it's a boundary (laughs) okay (laughs) but sometimes people are so self involved that they don't realize that if they don't do the dish someone else did it it's not just the dishes got done it's not like a passive thing it's an active thing that someone else actively had to do for you or just they might not even realize i would get like i would make plans for yourself and put all the dishes in the sink and be and send her a text and be like oh my gosh like um thank you for doing all the dishes like be a little passive aggressive thank you so much for doing all the dishes um or no maybe not that maybe say like can you please do all the dishes i had to run out i've i've got you the last couple times um thank you so much smiley face or just be like hey like Hey, roommates, let's remember that if we use dishes that get dirty, we need to clean them of ourselves. Okay. Um, also, people are, like, really interested in our terrible Valentine's Day experiences. Do you guys have any? Well, we 
we talked about them a little bit on the last or on the episode that's coming out. I've only had great ones, so I don't know. Really? I don't know. I don't think you've I have had a, a, never had a terrible one. I once. Ugh, this is literally so Mark. Um, <laughs> I he once took me to a French restaurant, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I really want to go to Paris. Like, I think it'd be so cute to go to Paris." He was like, "I'll never go to Paris." <laughs> like, he literally took me to a French restaurant because he knew I loved Paris, and then he said. I will never go to Paris with you. And then I was like, wait, no, like in our lifetime, we'll go to Paris. And he was like, no, I fucking hate France. And I was, it was just like, that was like the epitome of him, you know, (sighs) having to like, so then I'm like crying because I'm like, oh my God, how am I in this relationship where I'm never going to go to Paris? Like when I want to go to Paris. And he just like, he only said it to like make me upset and it worked. And then it was like, why are you crying on Valentine's Day? (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, great. And then it was always like, we're not doing anything for Valentine's Day. And I would be like, oh, okay, we're not doing anything. He's like, you did nothing for me for Valentine's Day. So I'm like a dude. I'm like literally dad. Like I would get him like a hairdryer or something and he would start crying. Like he, it was just, it was, we were a terrible match. I cannot trust that enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was in a textbook abusive relationship. So it's like, I could, (laughs) I could say it's like our, our, one of the Valentine's days started out so great. We went to this really great spot and then, you know, I, I was a little too flirty with the waiter. Whenever he came over, I said, thank you so much. Why'd you say so much? Just say thank you. And it's like, okay. And then that starts, you know, the cycle. So I think that doesn't really count, but, um, Peter, we had a great Valentine's day and he took me to a great place in Austin. And then we stayed at the, um, like the hotel in Congress. It was nice. I love that. It was That's fun. so nice for RIP. <laughs> Bailey? I don't have any thing other than this year. I was talking to Sidex and I was like, you didn't get me anything, right? And he said, well, I don't know. Uh, gift. I was like, well, I did not get you anything. So I hope that that's the same. Yeah. It's I, just... It's such an exhausting time of year. I it coming for, for off us, of yeah. the birthdays and everything, it just it's too much. Um, okay, here's another question. This is not Valentine's related, but Great. they said, What does Bailey pack for breakfast, lunch, and snackies? About to go back in office. I have not been doing a great job at packing anything, but I have my breakfast cheeses. I realized my breakfast um, cheeses? Yeah, they're um cheese the, squares cheese wares yeah from H-E-B it's you know a good thing I have a whole thing of almonds that I just leave at school I got a giant can you like elaborate on breakfast cheeses so every morning when Bailey wakes up she takes a a cheese square and we call it her breakfast cheese (laughs) and she'll so you were eating cheese for breakfast it's this tiny little cheese square to eat because she's usually like no protein just cheese Sometimes you make your little um, chicken melt thing when we have yeah, them. But that's also easy to put in my bag so I can heat it up at work. Mm-hmm. So it. I have um, the chicken melts and the ham and cheese croissants from Costco that I like. Oh or they have the um, bacon and Gouda things at Costco too. That oh, like are the egg like, white bites? Yeah. Oh, nice. See, Those that's are good. good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And then a lot of almonds that I just keep at school. I um, always have a like five Celsius's that I keep at school too that I can you know chug 
yeah, chug, not five a day, just like one a day. Um, I don't know. You have, sometimes you have those little bars. Um, I don't know what they're called, but you have those bars, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but usually um, people bring those for me, so I just leave those at school. I have so much more Flamin' Hot Cheetos at school already. Oh, wow. That I just don't even bring home. I think you need a little bit more greens in your diet. I do. That would probably help, like, a lot of things. Maybe, like, your energy, too. One of my... I don't know if this really counts as a green, but last year I was eating a bag of edamame every day because that was my no. little like that's like drink. so much soy. Isn't edamame like soybeans? Here's kind of something about meat. I don't know. I think you need like a little bit more greens in your diet. Like you should do like a powdered green or something at least to help with your gut. Okay. Your gut's probably if you're eating hot Cheetos that much, like trust me, as somebody who like loves hot Cheetos, like that will destroy your gut lining. I'm sure it will. Yeah. We'll work on, hey, uh, what is it? AG Greens or something? A- AG Greens. Yeah. Hit us up. Our sister needs some help with her or gut bloom. health. bloom. And so do I because I I'm always down to eat more greens. Um, and water is very, very, very important mm-hmm. too. Um, okay. Let's see if there's anything else. Okay. This one I kind of didn't understand, but it said... How to approach a casual situation without being too forward? Mm, that I feel that. Okay, so I feel what do that. You say? It's a it's a dance. It's a delicate dance, and you really you have to be you have to be there, but you need to m- let them lead because yeah. you don't want to do anything that's gonna make that's gonna startle them. They're like a little deer. They are. And you don't want to scare them away because you're enjoying this casual thing. And you you like the casual, but you also just want to let them know that you're also down for more than casual. Yeah. If they're into it. I so think that there's, there's a delicate dance of like people like people who are interested in them. Like they like people. You don't want somebody who's like acting like you're a piece of shit. But there's also a line of like, I think it's Clingy. like... Yes, of clingy. I think it's like when somebody's coming to you, yes, give them attention. Be like, hey, what's up? Cool, like whatever. But don't force something that's not like there. And I think you'll be able to tell if you're forcing something. If you're feeling like, trust me, I've been in texting situations where I've looked back and I'm like, you are so fucking desperate. Like, stop. Like, if they reach out to you, you respond. You can also reach out to them, but wait for them to respond. Yeah, and I think like... I would always kind of like think about, I would always try to respond to the text in a very quick manner where it was like, I didn't have a chance to overthink it, which I think is like kind of opposite of what people do. Cause you want to like ask your friends, like what's the best way to go about this. But like, I think the more effort you put in the text, the more like anxious you get around it. And then I think that puts anxious energy and I think they feel that. Because then you're exp- the more time you put into the response, the more of a- you're expecting more of a response yeah. from that person. Because trust me, they are literally opening up their phone, they're looking at the text, and then they are texting you back, and then that's that. Like they're not putting that much thought into it. I think you just treat it like it. You don't need to give them your whole life story. You just respond like you would a girlfriend. Like I would be texting Mr. Roberts, being like. Pretend like he's pretend like he's your friend. Like pretend like he's your friend. This is cool. This is normal. Whatever. Because I'd want to tell him so much, but I'm like, it. It's also not there yet. The relationship isn't there yet for you to tell him so much of your day. And it either will get there or it won't, or it won't. And the 
the way it it won't and it'll still be okay if you if you respond when they reach out to you if you reach out and you wait for their response and if it if things just kind of eventually fizzle out on their own that's okay yeah it's okay for two people to try to try and then it it and it just doesn't work out but what you don't want is to be the person who reaches out and you don't hear for a while so then you reach out again and then you reach out again and then you're like okay obviously you just like really don't care about me so like see you never bye and then yeah and then they might respond and be like wow okay like i was studying for a test like relax and then you feel like an idiot and then it's and then it's over yeah or if it's like the last text on your guys chain was you that's fine yeah you could, i'm i'm fine with the double text and then if they don't respond from there, I would let it be. Yes. I would never do more than two double texts. And I don't think there's any, like, you don't need clarity on that. Like, when people are like, hey, like, can I just get clarity no, we on? we don't need, we don't no, need. That is, that that is, is that that's is, the clarity. That because closure. that person, first of all, unless it's, like, your best friend in the world or your boyfriend or somebody who you have, like, a deep connection with and you know their habits and you know their habits then there is no need to go to that person and be like why aren't you texting me back them not texting you back is the answer and you should just literally i would delete the text i would remove i would like put their notifications on do not disturb so you don't see their name pop up because I feel like there, we also get like a dopamine hit when people's names pop up and you're like constantly looking at your phone, waiting for that name to like respond to your text. I would just do not disturb it. And then you don't even have to worry about that name popping up on your phone ever again. You, you cut off the, like the dopamine hit of the texting. Yeah. Okay. And if somebody is like showing you that kind of behavior over and over again, if you feel any sort of so here's the line in a relationship. There's like you, there's the person. If you feel like that tug of war is starting to get way too far in their area, I would just pull back to the middle and just see what happens and see what the person does. And if they don't meet you there, then you have to just like, you just have to move just live on. live your life. Yeah, live your life. It's not even like saying anything like I'm moving on. You just take a mental note and literally move on. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is like good. Um, what do you guys think? Anything else? Well, I wanted to look real quick. I feel like it's never been better. It's yeah. never been better. Um, oh, what have we? Th- oh, we're going to Miami this weekend, me and Mr. Roberts, by the way. Wait, just, just one thing. I thought this was like a fun little juicy thing. What? Someone said, my situationship's ex-girlfriend stalked me for two months. We used to be in the same sorority. She sent me, she sent him screenshots of my snap location at 2 a.m. when he and I stopped talking. Oh my God. Like that is the kind of like petty that is just so, it just tickles me. You know what I mean? It's like to be the subject line and then uh, I want to hear the rest of that story. I know. I kind of want to know like the, the deets of that. Okay. Well, Whoever you are, please write in to us. I'll I'll respond to them too and ask them to give us the whole story because I I read that and I was like, ooh, that's juicy. That okay. Here's how that makes me feel. Honestly, like I could see myself being friends with either one of those girls. You know, like I would have the friend that would do that, and I would be like, you know what? Everyone needs to get that out of their system at one point. Or I'd be friends with the other girl and be like, oh my god, that's fucking crazy. She did that. 
my god i was like that was like haunting that was scary it sounded so scary (laughs) um i think i'm just shocked that for two months she's stalking her location and then after they stop talking she sends the screenshots to the to the guy it's like you're a loser well i think it's like it's loser vibes but i think like a woman scorned will do like anything yeah but she, what she should have done has been like i'm sending the screenshots not Wait, can I you sent say it again yes. I, i'm confused of what happened I'm, I'm not like fluent in snapchat okay so my situationship's ex-girlfriend stalked me for two months uh-huh we used to be in the same sorority got it she sent him screenshots of my snap location at 2 a.m. So clearly she's somewhere maybe at a fr- at another frat, right? Like, or I think it's the location is at his spot. Well, she sent him she sent him like screenshots of her location at 2 a.m. when her when she stopped so the, talking to the guy. The other girl's location? The ex-girlfriend sent the ex-girlfriend sent the ex-girlfriend's location to the guy or the ex-girlfriend yes. sent this girl's? The ex- this no, girl. The ex- Let me see this. Yes. The, so on Snapchat, it's not if that you hard. share your... My Snap location. I, okay, you're making it sound like they sent the ex-girlfriend's... No, the ex-girlfriend sent this girl's are you saying because she was probably at that guy's house. So she's like, look, no, I can why see this girl. Why would she send it to him? Read this. Read the last line. I Because she's like, I can see her at your spot. No, I think after, she's saying it. after they stopped talk after after she stopped talking to him. I think she's saying, "Wow, it's cute. I know that you're hooking up with this girl, but look where she is right now." Oh, well that that too. That's that, yeah. that's that's what it is. She's she says after they stopped talking, that's when the ex-girlfriend started sending him the screenshots. She's Probably like, to hurt the guy. Exactly. To I know, hurt- that's being crazy. Exactly. I know. Sometimes you need to get crazy shit out of your system. I don't endorse it. I don't think it's a good idea, but I could see myself being friends with either one of these girls where I'd okay. be like, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone has a friend that's like kind of goes off the rails for a second and like Me. she needs to be realigned you I, i've been there yeah exactly yeah i've been there everyone many goes times. off the rails everyone's supposed to and honestly what did this guy do to her because like what did maybe he's the problem probably it's for him, the maybe. person who wrote in to call him like it's a situation ship so whoever wrote in knows that there's red flags yeah. sure he put that boundary that it's sure a situation honestly anything in college is kind of a pass like you kind of get a free pass it's like the definition of a situationship you're in classes that i share we're in the situation together we might as well like well i think that any if you are in college and you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend i hate to break this to you but you are in a situationship because nothing in college is real it doesn't start getting real until after you leave yeah that's because nothing is real nothing is real like imagine you like the i lived in the disneyland of colleges like i had just free reign and like we would just hop around with no care in the world yeah and then isn't it crazy when um college ends and then some couples stay together no that's the craziest thing like most of my friends are in relationships with people i went to college with like i'm gonna say it's honestly the majority of my friends from yeah. college are all in relationships with either people that they dated in college or that they like 
that went to our college and then they started hooking up in Chicago right after college. Like, it's so crazy. I'm like, I have a bunch of friends coming to Austin in May. They're all still together from college. I'm like, how did you guys survive that? Crazy. It's so crazy because like there would be, you know, rumors and there, it's just such a small, tight little quarter of, you know, like society. It's just so fucking weird. I cannot believe they're all still together. My three best friends, Shayna, Lisa, Rhiannon, they're all still with their their husbands. They all met while they were like college aged. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to me. Think about how many iterations of your life, like of who you are as a human being, you go through to get to 35. Like you were in college. Lisa was in high school. But they didn't become boyfriend and girlfriend until right. they were like they, college But they age. met. That's crazy to think. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. Dang. So shout out to you guys. They're the Must be true love. Happy Valentine's Day, you Happy guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. All right. Well, Bailey. Oh, my God. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, if you want to keep listening, you should. And you could um, tell us that by leaving a five-star review writing a little comment saying um, your favorite thing about us, leave us a Valentine. That's cute. Um, you could write us a love letter at yourpoordad at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, yourpoordadpod, TikTok, yourpoordadpod. Um, that's it. Yeah. Okay. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.